everyone. Welcome to Gilmore Gals. My name is Karishma and I'm here with my co-host and friend, Jaina. In today's episode, we'll be chatting about the mother-daughter relationships featured on Gilmore Girls. So we'll be going over the good and also the not-so-good parts of these relationships between Rory and Lorelai, Lorelai and Emily, and Rory and Emily. Um, but before we get started with our chat, we're just going to take a quick break. All right. So um, why don't we start off by just chatting about Rory and Lorelai and kind of the good parts of their relationship and also their not so great parts. Um, so Jaina, what are your thoughts on like Rory and Lorelai's relationship with the good and the not so good? Um, regarding Lorelai and Rory, I feel like it's always been one of those like nice best friend kind of mother-daughter relationships and we've even heard Lorelai say it herself where it's like first it's more of a friendship and then it's being mother and daughter for her and you can really see that from the beginning of the show right from season one you see that Lorelai treats her daughter not just as a daughter but her best friend all the things that they share all the funny inside jokes, everything that they do is more of like a best friend type of relationship than a mother-daughter one. Yeah, she gets strict when she needs to um, and play the role of the mother when she needs to. But for the most part, she's always treated her as a friend. And it's more of a friendly relationship than she has with her mother, which we're going to get into. Um one of the good parts like you can see right in the beginning is that they always just like have fun like dance around watch movies eat a lot and it's just like wholesome fun that they have and you can definitely see it from episode one onwards that it's just one of those like beautiful relationships and wholesome moments that you see between them in every single episode from the start so um, what do you think about their relationship? Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, I really like seeing how open they are with each other. And because, um, you know, with mother and daughter relationships, like traditionally, like ideally there would be uh, more openness. But with them, it seems like they both are very honest with each other for the most part. Um, and I think it is because, like you had mentioned, Lorelai does have that relationship with Rory where it is more of a friendship. Um, and I also think a lot of that also has to do with the fact that they've developed very similar interests with each other. Um, they can always talk about all different things with each other, like movies, TV shows, music, and they know exactly what the other person's referring to. So that kind of makes it more of a like fun relationship and more of a friendship with them. Um, and they're very like playful with each other. They also really adore each other a lot. Um, like for example, when um, Rory threw that huge birthday party for Lorelai with the entire town and she had like almost the world's largest pizza and like she went through great lengths just to get the pizza perfect for her and like all of this other stuff so it does show like they both really love each other so much um and I think that is a real strength in their relationship um and also the fact that they spend a lot of time together and they bond a lot no matter what like 
they spend every morning together before they go to work and school. Um, they spend a lot of the times like on the weekends together and weeknights. So they always have that time to connect with each other. So I feel like those are just some of the good parts. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like um, even more than best friend because of their only like 16 year gate, like age gap, it's more of like a sisterly relationship too. Um, as well as like a best friend one, because you can see like Rory as this like ambitious girl who like really is into academia and everything. And then you can see Laura like that, like rebel child type of thing who likes to, you know, do dangerous things, but they're like, you know, compatible in a certain way where they'll have these like little conversations and whatnot and like the wittiness and everything together and still have so much in common with like the movies and the books and you know all of the things that they talk about where it's also like a sisterly kind of relationship as well like both of them technically are only children and you know for for them it might also feel like okay well I don't have any other siblings you don't have any other siblings why aren't we each other's sibling type of thing and like that I also think plays into it um maybe like even psychologically speaking they know that they're mother and daughter but they also know that it can be more of like a sisterly bond where you can tell each other anything and everything whereas more traditional like you said conventional mother and daughter relationships are more like you know, you don't say everything to your mother, some things you kind of keep to yourself and all of that. But like, they don't seem to have that type of a relationship. It's extremely open to anything and everything. Yeah, and that's a good point. I hadn't considered that before the fact that because they both are only 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 children, they do rely on each other a lot with that sort of like sisterly bond too um and yeah it that we've seen like several times throughout the series where like Lorelai will want to do something more like rebellious or more like I guess like kid-like and then Rory has to reel her in and be like nope okay we're going to bed right now we're we're doing this we're doing that so uh they kind of like balance each other out really well so I also think that's a huge reason why their relationship works um pretty well because they are similar but also slightly different if that makes sense yeah it's like compatible and complementary of each other (laughs) yes exactly yep um and then on the flip side of course there may be some not so great parts um so what do you think what are maybe some like not so great parts of their relationship it's definitely the fact that they're so close it can also get toxic in a way that it becomes a codependency on other relationships in their lives um meaning that even if they're each like even if they're in some sort of romantic relationship that other person is always going to know that the mother or the daughter is going to kind of be like that third wheel almost like for instance when Rory was dating Dean like they would have those movie nights and Lorelai would like still be there. And that's like uncommon. And I feel like no matter how much you, you know, you see that it's not so much of a hindrance, it 
starts to become somewhat of a hindrance, especially when you go later in the seasons and everything and you understand that this relationship has become so codependent on each other that they can't live without each other, but they need to, but they don't know how to because like you just mentioned, you know, they wake up, they have breakfast, they they have lunch, they they hang out in the weekends, you know, it's it's so much of a codependency that they have on top of each other that it's like overwhelming that they can't live without each other as an individual person that they need each other in order to continue to survive yeah absolutely um like for example when Rory first goes off to college like that first night that she's in her uh dorm room like she cannot be there without Lorelai and Lorelai has to stay the night with her um or even maybe it was a couple nights I don't remember but yeah like she really needed Lorelai to be there even though like she had uh, like someone familiar with her Paris like she still could not like spend that night away from Lorelai and you know just be on her own and so that does show like that sign of codependency as you had mentioned um and also like even though Rory does have interests that are separate from Lorelai, like, for example, she loves um, books and reading. Um, at the same time, a lot of her, you know, it is great that they do have a lot of common interests, but also the fact that it seems like Rory kind of takes a lot from Lorelai. Like, for example, like, they have similar, like, eating habits, similar caffeine addiction, like, similar, um, like, mannerisms, like, so many things very similar so it does go to show like how much time they do spend with each other um and I like that example you mentioned too with like Rory's relationship with Dean because yeah they would spend a lot of like those movie nights together and then even when Rory and Dean did break up Lorelai would still like call Dean over to change out their water bottle or to like do things around the house and it was almost like um the three of them almost in the relationship together in a way. So um, yeah, there was like a lot of codependency. Um, I also think another not so great thing about their relationship was the fact that um, even though they did like keep a lot of conversations very light, um, when Lorelai kind of flipped the switch from like um, almost like friend slash sister to like a parent, it was very like abrupt to Rory, I feel like. And Mm -hmm. um, so it was like, okay, one minute I'm your friend and next minute, nope, I'm a parent. Like this is my boundary. So it was kind of like sudden. Um, And the specific example I'm thinking of is like when Lorelai broke off her engagement with Max and Rory just like simply asked her like why and like what happened. And Lorelai just snapped at her and was just like, I do not want to discuss this. That's enough, but like go to bed. And it was just like, whoa, like, where did this come from? Like, all of a sudden, she goes from like friend to parent. So I think that's another thing that was kind of like, tough to see with their relationship. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Like, even when um, Rory had gone to jail for all of the things, like, I don't think Lorelai was ever able to be as strict with her because she's never been so strict that when she does try to be strict like Rory 
completely shuts down or acts like a complete like brat and immature child because she's never had to deal with an actual mother figure telling her you know not to do something and that kind of like goes to show that you can't always just be sisterly or like a best friend to your daughter because then like later in the years it just became a horrible type of relationship where if Rory was doing something bad like when she caught her with um Dean she was trying to be strict and telling her like hey like this is going to be on you he's married you can't be doing this and even then she just like didn't want to listen to her and didn't want to hear what she needed to hear and that was just because of the fact that all these years they had treated each other in a relationship where it was more of a friendship and very lighthearted and all those things but when it came to the hard stuff they they couldn't actually go through the hard stuff in a correct manner it would always just kind of be um I don't even know like surface level hard and then Mm -hmm. they just figure it out themselves and it just be bottled up until you see some like stupid thing that would happen and that then they'd have like some random outburst like oh you took my sweater but it was actually about like a whole big thing but they couldn't actually talk through it so they had to you know have some small little thing that they needed to have explode to happen for them to have like a real conversation about what they actually were pissed about so it it's a burden as well as a blessing I feel like their relationship right yeah and I feel like that's also probably why it takes them longer to get over conflicts with each other because they don't have it very often and so when they do it's very like you said they bottle things up and then it it explodes and so it's very intense and I've noticed in throughout the seasons like whenever they have a fight it'll last typically more than like a maybe a typical mother-daughter fight over something. Um, And so they will like get mad at each other or like Rory will like go to her grandparents' house and like stay the night or, you know, they're just like not on speaking terms. And so it like really festers and it takes a lot longer for them to get over any conflicts because they just are not used to it. And so the way that they handle things maybe might not be the best. Yeah, definitely agree. Yeah. All right. And then let's move on to Lorelai and Emily. So um, there, this is kind of a really different relationship from Lorelai and Rory. Um, but yeah, in your opinion, like what are some like good parts of Lorelai and Emily's relationship? Oof. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think their relationship, it's it's very different. It's It's more of your slightly typical mother-daughter relationship but um they definitely show love in a different way like you can tell that Lorelai loves her mother and um Emily loves Lorelai but they really struggle to show that but you you can see it like you can see little glimpses and things of it and they have like a different way to show affection so one of the things is um when Lorelai finally graduated from business school, uh, you saw that 
Emily was so proud of her. She was like sitting in the, I don't remember. I think it was just like the gym or something. Yeah, I don't it was know. like an auditorium it's... or something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to pretend it's an auditorium. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was crying. Like she was literally crying. And Lorelai saw that. And like she saw that. And it was like this wholesome moment, right? But you don't really see them saying nice things to each other as much within the series but you you see it through like little acts like this or when they had their little mother-daughter dance um for the volunteer thing that Lorelai had to do for Chilton and you know they were just having so much fun they had matching outfits like all these things (laughs) it's like little gestures here and there that you see in their relationship that you know that they both care about each other so much so that they would, like, die for each other. Um, and it's just those, like, little sweet moments where y- you know that their relationship is good. But it's just so many, um, you know, sad things or, you know, they've had to make so many hard choices in their lives that have given them so much distance that it's very hard to go back to being in like a stable mother-daughter relationship where everything's like happy dandy and and they both show love in a different way too so that also gets a little difficult but yeah that's that's what I can say about them what do you think (laughs) yeah I I agree and I'm glad you brought up the um when Lorelai graduated uh with her business degree because I think that is like a key moment where we can see that Emily truly is proud of Lorelai and proud of her achievements. Um, and it was funny because like prior to that, prior to Emily like crying during the ceremony, like Emily was the one who like brought in this camera crew and like <laughs> made sure that like Lorelai had like a matching, um, I think like corsage to show well on film and all that. And Lorelai is like, oh, you're embarrassing me. Like people are judging me for this. And, like, they got into a fight with each other over it. But when you think about it, it's like, well, Emily brought in that camera crew because she's very proud of Lorelai and she wants to keep this moment on film. So even though it was, like, not maybe the best way to go about it, at the same time, it was her kind of showing her love to Lorelai. Um, And I always like how, at times, Emily can be quite open-minded about certain things, like, Uh, For example, when, um, you know, they end up at that spa together for like the weekend. And at first, like, (laughs) uh, Lorelai was super annoyed with Emily and just didn't want to spend any time with her. Like, they go out on that night on the town and they go to a bar and they steal the bathrobes and Emily's wearing the vicious trollop lipstick. Like, it's like moments like that, that I love them together so much, because they just have like such a fun dynamic with each other that (laughs) we don't really get to see like Emily just letting her hair down and letting loose and everything. Um, So I like that um, about their relationship too. like at times when they are getting along, it's really great. Um, And I do think at the end of the day, Emily is there for Lorelai. like for example like with Rory's tuition for both Chilton and for Yale and um you know Lorelai's graduation and things like that so like at the end of the day like they are there for each other yeah I definitely agree yeah 
Um, and probably there's going to be more not so good parts of the relationship. So uh, what are some like not so good parts of Lorelai and Emily, do you think? So it's good that you actually brought up the fact that Emily paid for Rory because I think I kind of saw their relationship as more of like a transactional one in the beginning because you you start out the show and you see that, um, you know, Lorelai isn't really happy with the way that she was brought up and all that. So she, you know, had ran away, created a life of her own. And because of those, like, insecurities of her from, like, teenagehood, I guess, um, from her running away from her pregnancy and not having a relationship with her parents, it was more, it felt more like a transactional, like, relationship in the beginning where, like, Emily pays for, like, Rory's tuition and then in return they have to do these, like, Friday night dinners and all of that. So even during the Friday night dinners, you see that Lorelai and her and Emily's relationship, it's very, like, tense and rigid, and, and you see, like, conflicts arise super quickly, and just the way that they, like, talk to each other is just very harsh sometimes, and it just sets things up for, like, a bumpy road, and you, and you notice that in the beginning of the series, right, but also the fact that they fundamentally don't understand, understand each other is also the key, because I think I said this before that they both love each other, but they both have a very interesting way of showing it. Like Lorelai wants affection like shown almost physically and like the way that she does with Rory of like actually showing it. But like Emily can't show her affection in that manner. That's just not who she is. That's not her personality. So they're both craving something that they're never going to get from each other. And that's where, like, all these, like, issues, I feel like, arise. Plus, they don't know how to, like, actually live with each other, if that makes any sense. So if one person does something, like, mean or rude or snarky, then the other person tries to one-up it and vice versa, right? So you see all these, like, huge things coming into play where um, I think one time... This was a great opportunity for Lorelai where she was able to, um, I think it was ta- like having a newspaper article about her and her achievements with the inn. And then um, that inn, she, she, I think the journalist actually ta- asked her about her mother and the relationship she had with her mother. And like, I think... Lorelai might have been drunk that night or something had happened and she started like saying negative things about her mom and that was written in the newspaper article right and so just like little mistakes here and there where they like bad mouth each other and then you know things just go out of whack and just the fact that like Emily tries to intervene in all these like relationships she has um whether it's like Luke or it's probably just Luke even with Christopher she just kind of like intervenes and tries to either break things up or make things up and and it's just not working because it just creates like a lot of bumpy roads for both of them where it's like unnecessary and I mean Emily isn't the nicest person when she says anything to Lorelai so that 
is always like one of those things where you're like, oh my God, you shouldn't have said that. You could have just kept your mouth shut and that would have been completely fine because it's just horrible to see every single time that when Lorelai tries to do something good and she really is trying, Emily just doesn't even give her a chance half the time. But then you see like little moments here and there where we just talked about with the graduation and stuff where you see that she's proud of her. But you really don't see it that often. So you're just like, does does the mother hate Lorelai or what's going on here? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just my take on it. What do you think their negative relationship <laughs> side is? Yeah, I have all of those exact same things that you had mentioned. Um, I it's interesting. Yeah, it is very transactional. A lot of the times the relationship, like, for example, the Friday night dinners, um, it's kind of like both transactional, but like with a hidden message almost because on one hand, it is like, oh, I pay for Rory's tuition. And in return, you have to come here for dinner every Friday. So it's kind of like Mm -hmm. something she's holding over Lorelai. Um, But then when you get like down to the root of it, it's interesting because it's like, okay, I'll help out Rory with her tuition. And as a, you know, to reciprocate it, I need to see you on a weekly basis because I love and miss you, you know? So it's kind of like weird because, yeah, Emily is not great at expressing her love. (laughs) Um, So she's like, yep, this is kind of like a threat. Like you have to be here every (laughs) Friday. Um, And that's also why, like, as we saw, um, like, that one episode where Lorelai tries to pay Emily back for Rory's tuition for Chilton. And Emily is like, so upset. She's like, how dare you pay me back? And she's like, this means you don't have to come here anymore. Well, goodbye. And like, she was very like mad about it and offended. And it really like goes to show that like, Oh, she really was like holding this over her head as like, Oh, you have to come for Friday night. But at the same time, she just wants to see her. So it's very strange. Um, And then, yeah, she does uh, meddle in with Lorelai's relationships a lot. Like um, during her and Richard's like vow renewal, um, she basically like told Christopher, I think it was like she called him on the phone or something. And she's like, oh, you're going to lose Lorelai. She's with Luke right now. Like you better act fast. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And then he like came to the vow renewal. He got super drunk and like he ended up breaking up Luke and Lorelai at that point from what I remember. And it was like, Emily, like, why are you meddling? Like she's perfectly happy with Luke, but to Emily, she's like, no, you cannot marry like the diner man. You have to be with Christopher because you're meant to be with him and everything. Um, So yeah, it's really tough um, to see those parts of the relationship. And yeah, like you said too, it's like cyclical the way that they interact with each other. Like, First, Emily is, like, very hypercritical of Lorelai by, like, insulting her, whether it be, like, her parenting, her personality, like, what she's wearing, like, how she's acting. And so it makes it so that Lorelai is never, like, truly comfortable around her, I feel. And Lorelai, in return, like, probably as, like, a protection or a defense mechanism, she's, like, also harsh on Emily and so, yeah, it's it's very tough to, like, watch them interact with each other most of the time because of that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's just super difficult the way they interact with each other. 
because you can tell that Emily desperately wants to be close to Lorelai. Like you said, like she did the Friday night dinners on purpose. She wanted to be in their lives. She just didn't know a good way of doing it, or I guess a normal way of doing it aside from threatening her own daughter. (laughs) Right. She could have easily just been like, Oh yeah. Like, why don't you come over like Friday nights and we'll have dinner together and it'll be a good time. Like, no, she's like, okay, well as, <laughs> as a transaction, you have to do this until you pay me back. And so, yeah, it's like, it's really tough to watch them together. Um, yeah. They're, they're a mess. <laughs> yeah. I was um, also at the same time that, the the messiness kind of you know came from Lorelai leaving at such a young age because she she felt like that's what she thought was right and that's what Emily was like no like that's not what you're supposed to do you kind of put like shame on us almost Mm -hmm. and then during those years where like Lorelai was fully absent not in their lives um that's why she like desperately wanted to be close to her but she didn't know how to do that and then you kind of see like slightly like history repeating itself where like Rory leaves and then like she feels the same similar I guess pain that Emily felt and that's when she like slightly understands that like this is what my mother had felt when I had kind of gone away and ran away but the funny thing is Rory went to <laughs> the grandparents and not mm-hmm. like actually running away. But it was like interesting that finally, I think Lorelai also understood how um, Emily had felt all those years when she actually ran away and never bothered to come back until she needed something from them. Right. Yeah. Cause I keep thinking of that one episode where Emily goes to Lorelai's Inn for the first time and then she sees that uh, garden shed that yeah, Lorelai that Rory, Yeah. Where they used to live. And she just got like so upset, of course. And she's like, wow, you'd rather live in a garden shed with your newborn than live with us. Like, dang like we must be like really horrific for you to do that and so yeah yeah, she gets very like very like cagey about that and very upset about it and yeah it isn't until like Rory ran away from like Lorelai quote-unquote that she finally kind of understands where Emily's coming from um yeah and I feel like that's a good transition into um talking about Emily and Rory um now this one it's more like grandmother and granddaughter type of relationship but yeah what do you think of Emily and Rory together like what are some of the good parts of their relationship some of the good parts definitely we see that Emily loves Rory and who wouldn't because she's one of those like exceptional children and that's exactly how like Emily and Richard wanted Lorelai to be so I feel like and I think this is just my opinion, but I think you might agree. I feel like while Rory is growing up and she's doing all these things, they think that they're actually like, like as if Lorelai is still growing up through Rory because mm-hmm. they want her to go to like Yale instead of Harvard because they've gone to Yale, et cetera. 
they want her to like go through what, what is that like dance cotillion or yeah like a cotillion right? or coming out party yeah yeah the coming out party that Lorelai wasn't able to do so it's almost like they want Rory to live the life that Lorelai lived through her with them type of a it's very complicated <laughs> but <laughs> but like I mean, in terms of just, like, Emily and Rory, you definitely see that they have, like, a very nice bond and, like, good communication and they're able to talk to each other. Obviously, Emily and Rory, like, they don't talk about all the things that um, Lorelai talks to Rory about and vice versa. I'm sure it's more of, like, just surface level things like, how's school going? Oh, it's good, Grandma. Like, you know, I have this homework or... Paris did this but like Rory will rarely talk about her like relationships in terms of like romantic relationships with Emily it might be a little surface level or like when Logan brought her like a Birkin bag and she was like yeah I got a Birkin and Emily was like you got a Birkin what that man really must love you type of thing um but they didn't really like go deep you know into like the nitty-gritty details and all that stuff so it was very like a surface level relationship, but she definitely loved her and Rory definitely loved her grandma. Um, and it was a little bit later that their relationship changed, especially after she went to Yale and after she started becoming like a different Rory where she felt a little closer to her grandma than she did to her actual mother because of the type of things that she got into, um, you know, having to drop Yale and living in her grandparents' home and, like, doing all the DAR stuff and where it kind of just, like, flipped gears where Emily was definitely worried about Rory, but she didn't know how... It was was as if, like, they lost Lorelai again through Rory because all efforts that they had this like perfect child that they they all thought they you know were having and it just it all dropped in a day and it was like very heartbreaking for everybody and disappointing and they didn't really know how to like go through that because no one really knew how to communicate with each other in the later seasons it felt like so it was just very interesting it was like a very cute relationship that they had in the beginning where it's your it's like your traditional grandmother and like daughter relationship where the grandma gets you everything you want and it's fun to go to grandma and grandpa's because you know they'll feed you and they'll give you presents (laughs) and then it just became like almost as if they're actually her parents and like Grandma's scolding me. Grandma's telling me what to do. All of that stuff. Grandma is providing everything for me. Um, and then it subtly definitely did become a little transactional, even between them, where I was like, okay, well, I'm giving you a place to stay. I'm giving you all this, like, DER responsibility. You're under my roof. You're going to do what I say under my rules type of thing. So it's it very interesting there dynamic and how like their relationship kind of played out yeah yeah what do you think (laughs) I completely agree I literally wrote in my notes like Emily sometimes treats Rory like a (laughs) do-over almost because it does seem a lot like that um 
And I'll, I'll talk more about my thoughts on that in the not so good part. But um, yeah, it, it definitely seems like at the beginning, like Emily and her do have a very solid relationship because they are like uh, grandmother and granddaughter. And even Lorelai like points out like, oh no, Rory, like you only get to see the fuzzy like Emily and Richard. Like you don't get to see the Emily and Richard that I grew up with. Um, and so, yeah, Emily, like, praises Rory very, like, frequently, always talking about her accomplishments and how um, she's so proud of her and talking about, like, all of that. So I do think she is very proud of Rory. Um, and Emily is uh, there for her a lot of the times, too. Like, uh, even in the early seasons when Lorelai and Rory uh, got into that one fight and Rory was very upset and she went to her grandparents house like Emily just like welcomed her with open arms and was like oh yeah like stay over here that's completely fine um, like I'm here to comfort you and then of course even though it was kind of transactional too, like the uh, Chilton and Yale tuition she also like helped her out with that and then of course when she dropped out of Yale uh, Rory decided to stay there so yeah, a lot of the early parts of the relationship, it did seem like they were pretty solid uh, with each other. And even when they did get into disagreements, it wouldn't typically last very long since they both, uh, of course, like loved each other so much. Um, so yeah, those are like just some of the good parts that I found. Yeah, I kind of want to rivet it on the bad, my bad on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are like some of those um, not so great parts of their relationship? Um, definitely like the later parts when it just became too overwhelming for Emily. It's like you said, she definitely treated it as a do-over. So when something bad happened or not the way that Emily wanted things to pan out, she didn't know how to react. And she was like, shoot, like I... You know, I couldn't even figure it out the second time, even when I got a second chance at, like, my granddaughter to make it exactly the way that I wanted it to. So it was just, like, horrible in that sense. I don't think they they definitely fought with, like, just those episodes, like, the later episodes, not in the beginning. But I did notice and I did see that Rory started to even at a younger age understand her grandmother and her mother's relationship and that when when you mentioned like oh you only when Lorelai said that you only see the fuzzy parts um it was very like subtle and hinted and she would notice certain times where like some things would happen and you she knew that my grandma's doing you know this to my mother etc And then those exact things had happened when she quit Yale, when she moved in to her grandma's and when all, all like hell broke loose because like she, she and her grandma just like couldn't communicate the way that they used to. Not that they ever really communicated correctly in the first place. Like I said, it was always very surface level. It was always like, oh, this happened and that happened, da, 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 da. You know, and it was just, like, like, you'd talk to, like, a normal friend, but it was nothing any more deep that they needed to where they would have, like, 
real deep conversations and like those tense moments where you actually get to know a person because I don't think they ever fully knew each other aside from yeah you're my granddaughter yeah you're my grandma and I love you type of a thing so I feel like it was just bad all around in the later stages of their relationship than earlier on because earlier it it's definitely more like how do I explain it it's like when you meet a new person mm-hmm. and you're in the honeymoon phase yeah. <laughs> and then you slowly get to know them <laughs> and then you figure out if you actually are going to be with them because you love them and you're gonna like you know get over their like imperfections or you're just going to continue to fight type of thing, right? And that's exactly what I feel like Rory and Emily's relationship is like. <laughs> because you're in the honeymoon phases. Because, like, she just kind of met her grandma. Like, she knew about her. But, like, only at age 16 did she really, like, hang out with her grandma. So that was, like, the honeymoon phases. And then when she went to college and, like, things went downhill, she, like you know, saw a different side of grandma that I don't know if she really wanted to see. <laughs> but um, that's all, that's the only way you get to be close to a person, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think um, it's interesting because in the beginning, it was very surface level. And you, you notice like, whenever Rory did get sort of deeper than that with Emily like for example um when she introduced um Emily to Dean or even to Jess like um Emily was just like rejection right away like uh with Dean uh, Dean came over for Friday night dinner and like she and Richard like were grilling him about his like grades and his ambition and they were like no this isn't the guy for you um and then for Jess like Emily put on a good facade for Friday night dinner, but then eventually on the phone with Lorelai later, she was just like, how could you let her date him? Like, he is so (laughs) rude, blah, blah, blah. Um, So yeah, even when it did get like deeper than that, it never ended up okay. So like Rory would like very much keep her relationships to herself. Um, But yeah, when Rory was like living with them, um, when she dropped out of Yale, um, Emily really did kind of treat her like oh great this is my chance to have like a do-over in this case and yeah she was very controlling with what Rory wore what she did with her day like her sex life even um and even like that one scene where Emily yelled out like just wait till your father gets home like that says a lot you know Emily kind of mentally went back to that place of like when she was with Lorelai um going through this except it was with Rory and then yeah like you had mentioned Rory really got to see like that side of Emily that she just wasn't used to so yeah it is interesting to kind of see because their relationship is nice but at the same time like especially towards the end of the series like we got to see a lot of like Rory experiencing a little bit about what Lorelai went through going up yeah, which is very interesting because you get to notice or the characters get to notice how um, Rory understands Lorelai now and how Lorelai fully understood Emily for like, you know, through these like tra- trauma like moments and like things that happen to them, they start to like full kind of understand each other 
through all these because it just becomes like a a full circle in all ways by the end of the series where they all three of them experience what each other has experienced before or after in this entire journey that we see throughout the series if that makes any sense (laughs) yes it does it's like the theme song says where you lead I will follow it's exactly like that (laughs) yeah okay yeah so it's a different complex (laughs) yeah it is interesting to see them go like full circle like that um and yeah based on our discussion who do you think has like the best relationship out of the three ones that we had just talked about oh my goodness (laughs) um gosh there is no like good pick um I'm just gonna pick like what everybody I guess would pick it'd be cool to have like a mother-daughter relationship where it's more of like a friend though they do have their problems I think it's like nice to see that kind of relationship because you never get to see that on actual like television it's always like oh the mother is bickering and you know she doesn't understand me and all that stuff where this was so different and this was so like um eye-opening and a little lighthearted. where the mother and daughter actually got along so well and they felt like they were best friends so I'd pick that one what about you I would also pick that one I know it's a very cliche answer um and definitely Lorelai and Rory are not perfect by any means um in their relationship uh we we had pointed out like they are very like codependent with each other and like there are some things that like don't really work out that well but on the other hand like you had mentioned it is really refreshing and nice to see that type of relationship on tv because a lot of the times you do get that mother-daughter dynamic of like, oh, mom, you just don't understand. It's not just a phase or whatever. <laughs> um, so it is kind of nice uh, for them to like really get each other and like respect each other and get along and want to spend time together. Um, and yeah, I mean, the show title is literally Gilmore Girls. So it is nice to kind of see how they are navigating through life at their different life stages but they are still like so connected to each other so yeah I'm gonna have to say like out of the three I think they have the best relationship just from those options I guess yeah definitely Mm -hmm. it's interesting I wish we got to see uh Emily's mother and because they only showed Richard's mother, which I understand because mm-hmm. it's called Gilmore Girls and she's the original Lorelai, I guess. Um, but <laughs> it'd be cool to see Emily's mom. Yeah, I wonder what Emily's mom was like. And it's, it is interesting because like Emily's relationship with Gran was very much like, at least in my opinion, I feel like it was a lot like Lorelai and Emily's relationship because yeah. like very like intense and Emily was just like oh my god Gran is coming over like I'm panicking (laughs) and Gran is like extremely hypercritical of her and all of that so yeah yeah but at the same time that's also like it's not her mother so it's not the same you know I wish we were able to like see her actual mom and like see how their relationship is like because 
I don't think they ever let Emily talk about how she and her mom were. I think Trix always comes into the play and, Mm -hmm. you know, they just kind of compare those dynamics, but not like her actual mom. I don't know why they wrote it like that. It's interesting. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it would be interesting to get, like, an Emily Gilmore, like, origin story. Like, where is she from? Like, what what were her parents like? Where did she grow up? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I think that about wraps it up. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. In our next episode, we will be recapping another episode of Gilmore Girls, so definitely stay tuned for that. Um, you can also find us at Gilmore Gals Pod on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with anybody you know who enjoys Gilmore Girls. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.